Hello everyone. Today I will be talking about the famous story of Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego. The story is taken from Daniel 3. King King Nebuchadnezzar made an image of gold, 60 cubits high and 6 cubits wide, and set it upon the plain of Dura in the province of Babylon. He then summoned the satraps, prefects, governors, advisors, treasurers, judges, and magistrates, and all other provincial officials to come to the bed sorry, to come to the dedication of the image he had set up. So the satraps, prefects, governors, advisors, treasurers, judges, magistrates, and all other provincial officials assembled for the dedication of the image that the king Nebuchadnezzar had set up, and they stood before it. Then the herald loudly proclaimed, nations and peoples of every language, this is what you are commanded to do. As soon as you hear the sound of the horn, flute, zither, lyre, harp, pipe, and all kinds of music, you must fall down and worship the image of gold that King Nebuchadnezzar has set up. Whoever does not fall down and worship will immediately be thrown into a blazing furnace. Therefore, as soon as they heard the sound of the horn, flute, zither, lyre, harp and all kinds of music all the nations and the peoples of every language fell down and worshipped the image of gold that king nebuchadnezzar had set up at this time some astrologers came forward and denounced the jews they said to king nebuchadnezzar may the king live forever your majesty has issued a decree that everyone who hears the sound of the horn, flute, zither, lyre, harp, pipe, and all kinds of music must fall down and worship the image of gold, and that whoever does not fall down and worship will be thrown into a blazing furnace. But there are some Jews whom you have set over the affairs of the province of Babylon, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who, who pay no attention to you, your majesty. They neither serve your gods nor worship the image of gold you have set up. Furious with rage, Nebuchadnezzar summoned, sorry, summoned Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. So these men were brought before the king. And Nebuchadnezzar said to them, Is it true, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that you do not serve my gods and worship the image of gold I have set up? Now, when you hear the sound of the horn, flute, zither, lyre, harp, pipe, and all kinds of music, if you are ready to fall down and worship the image I made, very good. But if you do not worship it, you will be thrown immediately into a blazing furnace. Then what God will be then what God will be able to rescue you from my hand. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego replied to him, King Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to defend ourselves before you in this matter. If we are thrown into the blazing furnace, the God we serve is able to deliver us from it, and he will deliver us from your majesty's hand but even if he does not you wanted to know your majesty that we will not serve your gods or worship the image of gold you have set up then Nebuchadnezzar was furious with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and his attitude towards them changed. He ordered the furnace heated seven times hotter than usual and commanded some of the strongest soldiers in his army to tie up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and throw them into the blazing furnace. So these men, wearing their robes, trousers, turbans, and other clothes, were bound and thrown into the blazing furnace. The king's command was so urgent and the furnace so hot that the flames of the fire 
killed the soldiers who took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And these three men, firmly tied, fell into the blazing furnace. Then King Nebuchadnezzar leaped to his feet in amazement and asked his advisors, Weren't there three men that we tied up and threw into the fire? They replied, Certainly, your majesty. He said, look, I see four men walking around in the fire, unbound, unharmed, and the fourth looks like a son of the gods. Nebuchadnezzar then approached the opening of the blazing furnace and shouted, Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, servants of the Most High God, come out, come here. So Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came out of the fire, and the satraps, prefects, governors, and royal advisors crowded around them. They saw that the fire had not harmed their bodies, nor was a hair of their, nor was a hair of their heads sing singed their robes were not scorched and there was no smell of fire on them then nebuchadnezzar said praise be to the god of shadrach meshach and abednego who has sent his angel and rescued his servants they trusted in him and defied the king's command and were willing to give up their lives rather than serve or worship any god except their own god therefore i decree that the people of any nation or language will say anything against the god of shadrach meshach and abednego be cut into pieces and their houses be turned into piles of rubble for no other god can save in this way then the king promoted shadrach meshach and abednego in the province of babylon so quickly um um there was a a, a summary and also lessons learned um that was done by josh Daffer, daffern and i will share some of these takeaways um that we can get from the story of shadrach meshach and abednego so the first takeaway I shared um, by Josh Daffern, one, your excellence gives you a platform to speak truth to power. So he says, don't walk past the fact that these three men spent the best years of their lives serving a ruler that has killed their families and enslaved their people. They probably didn't agree with his policies, nor his values, nor even the direction he was taking the country in spite of all that they chose to honor god and served with excellence wherever they found themselves and their excellence gave them the platform to even have an audience to speak before the king how you excel at where you work the dedication and the excellence you put into your career either builds or erodes a platform from which you can tell others about god two trials are not always a sign of god's absence or punishment so you um that's a popular lie that has permeated parts of christianity today that if god loves you he would not allow you to go through difficult times and if you are it must mean that you did something wrong or you don't have enough faith when they were threatened with literal fire it wasn't because they had done something wrong or because god had turned away and forgot to keep his hand on the wheel god had bigger plans plans that they weren't part to Many times when we walk through the fire, we immediately assume that the worst is God punishing you. Is God absent? That's where our minds will always go. But many times our trials are a part of a bigger plan that we can't see. And it has nothing to do with the punishment or abandonment. Three, sometimes God will choose not to deliver us from the fire. Deliver us from the fire so that our testimony, testimony sorry, through the fire can showcase the glory of God. Right now... We can meditate on the book of Job, another legend who went through suffering. 
God allowed Job to suffer just like how he allowed Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego to suffer so that through their suffering, their testimony would showcase the glory of God. When things go wrong and when we go through the fire, we immediately reach out to God for help and relief. So what happens when that relief doesn't come? What happens when the radiation doesn't work on the cancer? What happens when the marriage isn't restored or the prodigal doesn't come home? Sometimes life doesn't have a happy ending. Sometimes we don't get to go riding off into the sunset. Sometimes we don't get to live happily ever after. Sometimes it's through that pain, through that fire, that the world truly sees what faith in God looks like. Not when things are going well for us, but when we're standing in the midst of the fire. Four, instead of asking God to remove us from the fire, start looking for Jesus with us in the fire. Whether God delivers you from the fire or not, and he delivered these three, inst three instead of just asking for relief, start looking for Jesus. That's the beauty behind this behind it. There was another in the fire standing next to me. If you're in the fire... If you're walking through trials, know that Jesus, Jesus is right there with you. We are called to the body of Christ, the hands and feet of Jesus. When you see someone walking through the fire, they will, they will see Jesus with, with them when you choose to be the hands and feet of Jesus and willingly step into the fire with them. That's why we have to do life together in a community. But know this, if you're in the fire right now, Jesus is right there with you. God bless you.